episode of Turn of the Millennials. I am single Steffi. I'm married Lindy. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> so, yes, yes, um, I got back, married. As I we've am... kind of been talking, yeah, for the last few weeks, uh, we are now post-wedding. Woo! Right? All the stress is over. It's all done. It was quite an event. So many things went wrong, but I did not give a shit. <laughs> right it was yeah it was good times it was good times we had fun uh, um yeah so it's like yeah. what three days post-wedding now I three guess? days post-wedding yep Aaron had to go to a manager meeting so that's why we decided to record today because you know two days left till we have to post an episode right yeah because of the I know, wedding, obviously, guys, hey it's we not win. day of or that's day before true. like last time we're getting yes. better <laughs> and because the wedding was on sunday which was our normal recording day yes we couldn't do yeah. it so we are putting it off to yeah. today but we are going to get it done and yeah. yeah so we're gonna have some chats and stuff um and if you're questioning it we got married on sunday because that was our actual 10-year anniversary it was a little weird for some of us at first to yep. be like a sunday wedding but yep. that i knew that was gonna that. happen but you know, also some people like to save money. We get, I've thought about Friday weddings cause it's like cheaper way to mm -hmm. save money on your venue. Yeah. So I get it. I totally get it. Well, we had considered the Saturday, but like the venue already had a big event booked. So we couldn't yeah. really do it on the Saturday. So, cause we had, we did think of that option yeah. and we considered it and we went for it, but it was already booked. So we couldn't do it. That's what I said. So. I was like, I know they got a good discount cause her parents have been going there for like at least 30 years well 25 my, since i've known her plus years my dad runs the place basically right and i feel like pretty your mom's sure he's bartender of there it. before or something. she did very briefly and i basically spent like every saturday of my childhood there um helping to serve breakfast to the veterans and stuff i so, see the downside i did not get as sloshed as i wanted to i couldn't really drink i literally had half a drink yeah. because my anxiety was through the fucking roof i couldn't control it i tried my yoga breathing exercises and like stretching and just do you know what helped my cousin gave me a joint and it was fantastic and i was I don't sitting know why there that wasn't your solution from the very beginning <laughs> i wanted i wanted to try to stay sober and stuff because nope. what i want no like i wanted to not be tired like I was already tired. I only got to bed at midnight the night before I got up. I was like wide awake at five o'clock. So I'd been up at, at five that day. Like I was already fucking tired as it was. But the funny part was, I'm not sure. Were you outside during this? When I was doing that, when I was smoking, I was sitting on Shelby's jacket. No, he let me sit down because I needed to sit down, but not in my white dress on the grass. Like yeah. she put her jacket down. I was sitting there on the grass, few guests around like cousins and friends and whatever. And my dad and I'm puffing away on this joint and my dad comes out and oh. right out. Like I didn't even notice until he was outside and he sees me, he smiles at me. I was like, I'm sorry, daddy. And he goes, puff away, don't care. Right? Like, so I was like, if ever there's a day, sweetie, it's the day you're like married and giving he... your life away to someone. Like I get it, sweetie. My parents know, my parents know that I smoked like cigarettes or that I smoked, which no. But out of respect, I never smoked around them ever. Yeah. Like I never I even, like I was, it was never to a point. It was even to a point. Like I never even went like, oh, I'm going to go for a smoke. It was like, oh, I'm just going to go out back for a minute. Like I would never actually say the words or do it in front of them or anything. So this is the first time my dad is seeing me smoke ever. He's totally okay with it. And I was almost done it. So I went to put it out and he goes, oh, don't do that. Don't do that. I was like, dad, it was done. And he was just like, that's not what, that's not how I did it in my day. And I was like, what'd you do? Smoke the filter? He's like, oh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> 
pretty sure he was being sarcastic. I hope he was. Right. <laughs> but yeah, so like I spent a lot of the day with anxiety and having to, I, I really, I got overstimulated. It was mm-hmm. a lot of over overstimulation, especially being so secluded for close to three years with COVID and, you know, lockdowns and things like that. And I Kate, don't go out. I go to work. I come home. I go to work. I come home. Like Kate was saying the same thing, but obviously you could tell with me, I was thriving. You I were mean, thriving. You were having a great fucking time. By the way, I loved your outfit. Thank I you. loved your dress and your shoes were adorable. Thank you. Value You're village welcome. shoes for one. Yes. <laughs> right they were a good deal like I saw them and I'm like these are so cute like they look like yeah. they're so like they had a nice chunkier heel so I knew it wouldn't be like super uncomfortable they were vintage inspired yes they were so, modern yet vintage and they were uh, they were cute I like so I brought them home and then I could see that there was like a name in, but I, I'd never heard that it was like Chi Mahara or something like that I'd never heard them before so I googled it original retail price on those are like four or five hundred dollars damn girl right damn girl and they even they even came with replacement heel things you know how usually the black oh sick like this this slip guard thing yeah yeah so i can pull it out and put new ones in that is what 500 shoes find that is a find that's a great thrift store find and then the other one i had like i I was my second Mm. wedding wearing it too but i found it at another place where it was this girl in breslau she was doing it was like 25 dollars for short like it was for prom dresses or wedding dress season like whatever and yeah. she had like 25 for short, 50 for long. And so I went in there and I found like a bunch of dresses. Cause I knew I was going to a couple of weddings this year. I was like, I got three weddings this year. I got to find some dresses. And that was one of the ones I found there. And I was like, perfect. So got to love those reusable mm-hmm. finds, people sustainability. So I mentioned <laughs> and that, that- picture of us was cute that Kevin took. Oh, that was a great <laughs> picture. Okay. So I mentioned that a few things went wrong. I feel like I need to mention them before I tell you something else. Cause it was really funny. Oh, um, so dinner, dinner was long. It yes. took way too long to come out. And it is what it is. It was a girl, it, older ladies. There was only like two of them like serving and two in the kitchen. And oh, okay. they, was a, it was the very first time they ever served a wedding. Aww. Like they do events for the club, but that was the first, their first wedding doing that. Okay. So I got to give the ladies props, but because dinner ran like double the time we had wanted it Allotted. to. Yeah, allotted. I didn't get. We didn't get to play the game that Aaron and I were gonna play the shoe Aww. game. We were gonna play the shoe game, mm-hmm. which we didn't get to do. Didn't do, get to do the the cake cutting, the basket, the bouquet toss, and we didn't get to do the bouquet toss. And so not I a just, lot of and a lot of people started leaving before like yeah, a lot of fun a, dancing. People, that. A lot of people started leaving around eight thirty nine o'clock. It was a Sunday, and I totally expected it. They have to get back to their kids, and completely understandable. Like I was not mad even at all. Like I still had a great fucking time. Like oh yeah, I absolutely. Although and I'm mad I missed Cha-Cha slide, apparently. So after everybody left, okay. So the only people remaining are me, Aaron, the kids, Monique and Steve, my our maid of my maid of honor and his best man, my parents, my sister Aaron, my cousin Shelby Matt, and my uncle Monty and his wife Denise and the bartender Heather. Yeah. And they're all getting their last rounds and whatever. Aaron is at the bar. Aaron, my sister Aaron is at the bar. My husband, Aaron, husband. And I are getting ready to leave. I pick up a bag that has my extra bouquet in it that I was going to toss because I was going to yeah. throw one and then keep one. So I took it out of the bag <laughs> and I go, hey, Aaron, my sister, she turns around. I go, catch. And I throw it to her. <laughs> she catches it, drops it and hoofs it across the floor like it was molten fucking lava. 
Oh it was the, I wish I got it on video because it was the funniest fucking thing. Like, oh my, because it was earlier in the night, like maybe an hour earlier than this. Like not a lot of people were still left. Mm-hmm. And she comes over and she's like, you just should do the bouquet toss and have me be the only one there. She, at the po- that point, she was the only single one at the, at the wedding. Yeah. And <laughs> I just throw it to her. So then she'll just like take a step back and then turn around and walk away from the bouquet sitting on the floor. It would be hilarious. It was, it's like, hysterical. like in uh, Sex in the City when <laughs> yeah. it happened to SJP yeah. and it hit her and they're like, okay, we're done. Let's go. <laughs> so we never did it. But then I just, I saw the opportunity. I saw, my bag. I saw the opportunity and I was just like, oh, this is going to be good. And it was. Uh, dope. It's hilarious. And I really hope someone got the kids speeches on video. I really hope they did. I because we were from behind. I did. You were right behind us doing the. I couldn't. I because yeah, no. I got the vows. If you saw that one. Yes, I got thank you, you so vows, much. Yeah, and I got like some. Kyla got the entire ceremony. Yeah, twelve minutes and three seconds. Wow. And then I wanted yeah. a short ceremony. I got a short ceremony, but we started a little late. So like maybe what 10, 15 minutes. I think we started late. Yeah. What'd you think of my Iowa Walk song? I think I. Well, here's the thing. And I'm sorry about this. I don't know which was the right songs because the DJ kept like intermixing by accident. And I felt so bad for the DJ because like songs kept layering on top of each other or they were cutting them right and, and wrong. And I was like, is this what she, she's supposed I was confused. She lost all of her downloads like the morning of the wedding. Like, yeah, something happened in her laptop, like glitched or something. And she lost like all the downloads. She had spent like four hours downloading like all of my music that I asked her to do so she was kind of like because she could download from her laptop and then there were some songs that were only available on spotify it just it was what it was there were audio mishaps and whatever so what was the official walk down the aisle song supposed to be i'm sorry did she fucking play my walk down the aisle song before i walked down the fucking aisle was it sandcastles in the sand no okay that was supposed okay. okay so that was the wrong version she was supposed okay. to play the instrumental sandcastles in the sand, but I think it just, we just had a misunderstanding. It just, our signals just got crossed with what, which, okay. one, which version I wanted. So whatever that was, that was on me for not double checking. And then I do, I do by Charles Mars was Riley and Monique's walk. Okay. Like that was song they were supposed to, but then it was supposed to seamlessly go into the classical rendition of the Jurassic Park theme song. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that, but that one I didn't get until literally they almost turned off like the music and I was like oh because it got to the part now I think it was like so I had her edit it it started at like what was it like 13 seconds or something like that because the the first 13 seconds isn't just way too slow and long of an instrumental intro like starts the song really so that was when I walked in yeah all right yeah no I uh, towards like I said right when they like almost turned the music off was what I noticed it was that that song I was like oh okay obviously didn't have the effect because not one person mentioned it to me i'm actually really shocked about that that not one person was like i can't believe you walked down down to that song my mom was pissed so my sister was using my phone to record my ceremony and because i think she filmed i believe she filmed riley and monique too so when the jurassic park song came on you can hear my mom in the background going she fucking changed the song i didn't tell anybody that's hilarious i told 
I told my dad, like, right before he walked me down the aisle, I told him that I changed. Oh, because I think I heard you say to Aaron that there was a surprise or something about the walking. But I thought you said it was his walking the aisle or walking in. Yeah, it was when he was supposed to be taking his place is when Sandcastle's in the sand because he didn't know that was the song I chose. Oh, okay, okay. Because I basically chose all of the music for the wedding. It just... Yeah, all of a sudden, I heard it, and I was the only one besides him who knew what that was. I was like, did she really? Whatever. So, because, like, now that I know, because I didn't know that it wasn't the instrumental version until I was talking to my DJ, like, the next day. I was We were talking about, like, the wedding, and she said, she mentioned about having the wrong version or something. Or, no, Aaron mentioned it to me. Oh, okay. He's. I was just like, did you get the song? He's like, yeah, it was Sandcastles in the Sand. And I was like, oh, and I was, I was, I said something about it being instrumental. And he goes, no, it was like the song from the episode. The episode, yeah. I'm like, what? Like, why would she play the one with words? Yeah. <laughs> like, I specifically said instrumental, but. And then when it. you guys had to walk out when they blared the music and everyone had a heart attack. Like, hey, for starters, I didn't know that Aiden and Riley oh, were going to be the ones to introduce us as Mr. and Mrs. Coker. Oh, my God. That was hilarious. That was, I had to tell Aiden that was so cringe because he was just like, he was like introducing Mr. and Mrs. Eric Coker and Lindy Wastel. And I, I was like, laughed. I was like, that's so cute because I remember the night before he's like, what am I doing? Like, he had no idea what he was doing even the night before. I didn't know. I guess that was something that the kids and Paul worked out. Oh, okay. That they were going to be the ones to introduce us as Mr. and Mrs. So that was just funny. That was adorable. It's like, because my sister got that part on video and you should see my face when he says it. It's pretty hilarious. But um, all in all, like, oh. it was a really great fucking night. My kids' speeches were awesome. I loved Aiden's. He's like, was it Disney's? Like, Cinderella got it all wrong. Like, um, stepmoms can be pretty, pretty damn awesome. Blah, 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 blah. Because you're one awesome stepmom. Riley's was pretty yeah. good. I just hope someone got it on video. I'm so upset. Like, I'm pretty upset that I didn't get a chance to get a picture of Aaron and I sitting at her head table under our sign. Another I'm thing that sure went your uh, photographer got it. And I didn't one. get any watching something that had to do with weddings today, like on my TikTok or so, on TikTok or something. And um, I didn't get any twirling pictures. Like, I didn't get any pictures of Aaron twirling me. Yeah. Our photographer. I completely forgot about that shot. We still got some pretty fucking great right. shots, though. Yep, exactly. Yeah. You still get so. the good ones. So that's what matters. Yeah. Um, so yes, I'm we need to end to this be... conversation. It's going too eh, long. No, we still got a little bit longer because <laughs> I have my millennial moment. Yeah. <laughs> so my millennial moment for this week, I guess. Millennial moment is the fact that my longest running, well, weirdest in the way, my longest of running friends there's only like two of you which is me you and monique which is funny i've known you two the longest but i've known monique technically longer than you because yeah. i met her through pathfinders in grade seven which i met her through power so exactly yeah. but then also that like my longest friend is actually getting married which is weird for me none of my friends have actually gotten married my sister's not getting married and anything so it was like it's a weird millennial moment and then also because of mr uh decided to do his own speech out of nowhere guy Gosselin's dude Rob I decided, I decided to write my own little cut from bridesmaid speech okay because I have a microphone and why not okay and I probably will cry but that's okay oh which I'm gonna, t- gonna you tell totally you. could have gone up and took your speech I remember Kate laughed at me because like before you even came down the aisle I had like tears and she's like are you Did crying you? I'm like shut up like leave me alone so speech. my deciding to make a speech if am I, I gonna to. cry do I need tissues I don't know. You want them. You may. Who, who knows? But either way. So. Who's my shirt? Hello. My name is Steffi and I am the Cut for Time Bridesmaids. <laughs> Some of you may know me as Lindy's podcast co-host. And this is my millennial moment. 
I have known Lindy for a quarter of a century. That's 25 long years with this one. <laughs> she is currently my longest running friend, apart from the maid of honor up there. From our days at the trailer, beating up my stepbrother at Festival of Lights, to sleeping under a picnic table in Musega Beach, and stealing a cooler from Goldfinger's bus, we have been through a lot. The ups, the downs, and even the time when we were on a break! <laughs> It's so should have made a speech. It's definitely been one hell of a ride together. And tonight it feels like I'm watching, like Monique said, a sister getting married because mine hasn't yet. But I'm going to take us back to March of grade 11 when a friend set me up with some guy at a coffee shop named Jordan. I stayed with him for two years. And over those two years, I brought Lindy to hang with us. And we eventually met Coker through this, though he was dating Megan and went to St. David's. Yuck. Ew. Fast forward to 2012 <laughs> when Aaron was living with Jordan post-divorce. Lindy would go over and hang out with them. And I remember we were going to anti-gravity yoga every week and she told me they were just hooking up, but didn't want anything serious though. Like she was just taught to have fun, like post her breakup. Well, clearly we know how that ended up. <laughs> so, <laughs> kind of glad um, you didn't do a speech. That's what, well, no, I just, I did, I wrote this after the wedding. So okay. that's don't worry. Because <laughs> I was like, if he can go up and do a speech, why couldn't have I? Because, oh I, man. like And I have her mic and that's why it's better to do it on my podcast. So. From Alberta to Ontario, these two have been through the ups and downs, and tonight we couldn't ask for a more beautiful and loving couple and perfect evening with family and friends. So let's raise a glass to the couple and wish them a happy life together, and I want to end with saying you're welcome for dating Jordan. Yes, a million thank yous for right. uh, for that one, Steph. Oh, you took a big one for the team. However, right. I do love the way that Aaron and I met. But it is what it is. In relationships. So for Lindy's bachelorette party, we actually did a double feature of Hocus yeah. Pocus, which is actually our topic for this real topic for this week, even though it's kind yeah. of a half and half. But we were going to record it that like weekend and we totally spaced on it, guys. Yeah. So we're just yeah. now we're doing it post wedding and we're going to have, you know, we're just going to talk about it. We're just talking about Hocus Pocus because at this point, I... everyone has seen the first one. And I feel like everyone has seen the second one, hopefully. And if not, spoiler alert, yep. so stop listening. We talk now. about it. So, yeah, turn us off if you haven't watched it yet, which how dare you? Like, you should right? have you watched it at least now. six times like I have by now. Go. But I didn't get to do my millennial moment. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Your millennial moment. That's okay. My apologies. Okay. So I, was <laughs> I, at... took your, I took your spotlight because you had it on Sunday. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Um, yeah. So on Friday, I had to stop at the dollar store on my way home from work um, to grab some last minute wedding stuff. And I'm standing close to the cash registers. And there is a lady cashier who is probably my age, like late 30s, early 40s. And then a, a guy cashier over here that is probably 20, give or take a year or two. Okay. okay. Young. I hear her go, I hate technology. It sucks. His response, he goes, oh, I love technology. It is, it just makes every single aspect of my life so much easier and so much better. And just went on a tangent about technology. I turned to them and I go, that's how you can tell the difference between millennial and Gen Z. She laughed. He scoffed. I was like, I feel you fellow elder millennial. I feel you. I hate technology. I, don't know. I love I it at the same like time. Like I do, like I hate it, but I have a love-hate relationship with technology. I feel like I, I don't have a love-hate with technology. I love technology. It's the certain apps that I have love and hates with for me. Mm. Like I love my cell phone. I love my computers. I, I would love say my smartwatches. Like I like all of that stuff, but it's just there's certain. It's when it doesn't work. Yeah, I guess it's when true. it doesn't work is when you hate technology. 
No, but again, it's not the technology itself. It's the, because when I'm getting mad, it's because an app has been updated and they've changed the way the app is. So it's actually the developer's fault. So again, it's still app. It's not the technology itself. It's the app. It's the developer's problem. But I feel where you're going with it. When things yeah. don't work with technology, you just want to throw it across the window. That's when yes. you hate it the Agreed. most. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. However, like I have some 18 year olds in my class. I don't know if they're just weird or old souls or something but some of them are like they have technology and they're on it a lot but they're still just like man I wonder what you know like they they're still just like not all I don't know it's weird they're not like oh I love technology and I need it every time like the one girl today I was like sometimes I don't even go on it anymore like I was on it all the time like two years ago but now I'm just kind of sometimes like over it and mm-hmm. I wonder if it's I don't know I wonder if maybe it's phases maybe even some people because I know some like Kate and Kevin are on TikTok scroll, scroll, scrolling all the damn time. Whereas me and you are like, man, TikTok. So I guess it's also person to person on whether they are really into tech. Like, look at the people who build the computers I, and they love the technology. I'm not that are our era. on TikTok. I, I, watch, I watch TikTok videos like through my Facebook when you see it come through the thing, right? So I'll watch yeah. one and then I'll go in another one. And, I'll, and before I know it, three hours has passed. And I've been just doing fucking watching TikTok videos. And They're that's addictive. what happens on fucking addictive. the actual And that's why too. I'm like, I yeah. fucking hate technology because I'm so addicted to it. I'm constantly turning off that fucking notification that Facebook tells me I've been on it for too long. So I'm just like, X, that. close, snooze. <laughs> but on my phone, when I set up the digital being, it's like, so I can have an hour a day on, say, this app. And then literally it will not allow me Kicks to open the app again. Yeah. So, so speaking weird. of, you know, old folks like myself hating technology and not knowing how to use it. I think the that Sanderson to, sisters uh, had quite a role yeah, with technology. They had 300 two, years. 300 years uh, worth of technology. 330 years in the second one. I'm just talking about the first one now. Those girls had to figure out technology twice. Do you know what? I really wish that they had shown the scene between the, like the walk between the, when the girls are showing them where Walgreens is, the pharmacy, because mm-hmm. they, they cut from the forest and then they show up at Walgreens and it's like, oh, it's so bright and fluorescent and well, I think I knew her. <laughs> and, um, but I really would have liked to have seen the walk. I wonder like, if maybe that was like, it was originally filmed, but maybe a cut for time scenes. Cause you know, again, they do when that it goes on DVD, oh, it better have a ton of fucking extra features. It better have so many fucking deleted scenes and shit like that. Cause I will fucking buy, I will pay the 40 fucking dollars for that. <laughs> but I guess for quick synopsis for those, I guess who don't, uh, in the last 30 years who have never seen Hocus Pocus, uh, Monique, I love you, girl. But how did you get to my bachelorette party never seeing Hocus Pocus? And how is it that I never fucking knew that? I know. After like 20 years of all of our friendships, how did we we're not sitting know? Here, we're sitting at Steph's watching Hocus Pocus. And me and Steph are ripping the movie. Saying, and we're talking like, word to word. Like, we're chatting talking about it. We're over spoiling the, the, the movie spoiler. left, right, and center. And the girl is looking so intently on it because I had a projection screen. So we kind of yeah. had like our own movie theater style. And she's looking at it so intently, like, like she's ignoring, ignoring the fuck out of us. Focusing on the movie. And then I and think in the last half hour, 20 minutes? No, it was halfway. It was about halfway. halfway? Okay. Movie, yeah. Like 45 like, minutes in or so. She's saying something about basically said she'd never seen the movie. And we had to like be like, and wait, what the fuck? Why what? did you say anything? Why did you tell us this? We wouldn't have been like so loud and, you know, ruining it for you. It was, uh, it was so funny. So, but we didn't ruin the second one, did we, Steph? No, we didn't, because we had not seen... I had not... Okay, 
So I had not. I had a request from the bride to have a hocus pocus watch a thon because it came out the day that she, the day before her bachelorette party. So this was our plan. Our friend Monique, we made like hocus pocus, like a banner. Oh, she cupcakes made, like, and shit. Cupcakes, oh, like, we so themed good. it to all around hocus pocus. And then we see that Lindy watches it the Friday night before the bachelorette party. I totally forgot I made that request to begin with. And of course, me and Monique are like, what the fuck? But, <laughs> so but. we texted her. She's like, I'll be, I'll just, I, I totally forgot. I'm sorry, but I'll totally watch it again. <laughs> but I have to, I, I have to say this though. It was a good thing I did watch it because I would have missed it. Because I fell asleep. <laughs> this is true. This is true. She did fall asleep. I think did. I lasted the first five or ten minutes. Like, I don't even think we got past the, like, the three sisters as children. Yep. And I was out. And then, and like, I, every so I often, as I woke up as Winifred was dying. Like, we, no, after, there was a couple times you woke up, but I think you just went right oh, back to yeah. sleep. So you didn't, like, we'd look <laughs> over and you'd be like, I, like, oh, no, I'm awake, I swear. Kind of type like, thing, I think, right? I swear I'm awake. Oh god. So yes, we got through both Hocus Pocuses in a back-to-back movie-a-thon, yep. uh, which was good old times. Um, and one thing I did say to Lindy after watching them, you can definitely note how our storytelling has changed within the 30 years, just based on these two movies and the contrastings. Because in this one, it was about the Sanderson sisters. They're evil. They're bad. We have to vanquish the Sanderson sisters. Whereas in the second one, it was about she wanted this power, but then she realized she's nothing. This power is nothing without her sisters. So it becomes more about finding things within yourself. Like more storytelling nowadays is about finding things within yourself versus like vanquishing it was a kind villain of more, or something. I found it to be more about relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it, it was more about like the sisters' like, relationships and then the girls' relationships as friends. But we're like, like I just said, like back in the day, it was like good versus evil, good versus yes. evil. Now we're we're not so much see good the versus- good within the evil, right? Or like sometimes it's just sometimes you got to look within yourself and find stuff. It's just interesting how it's just interesting to really note that contrast. When I saw that, I was like, that was the first thing I instantly noticed. I was like, we story tell differently now too, but it was good. It has I have lo- more heart and soul. Yes. Yeah. It does have more heart and soul. And then, of course, this one kind of was left open for, they say, a third one, which I feel okay. like will not have the Sanderson sisters, but probably the girls. Yeah, I kind of, like, I would love to see them continue on the story with the girls, with the Be- with Becca. And, because it, Hocus Pocus, like the first one, mm-hmm. it kind of leads you to believe that all three of them are witches. But when in actuality, it's really just Winifred. Her powers are strong because of her close relationship with her sisters, but she doesn't realize this until the second one. Mm-hmm. But you don't really notice that Sarah, like do Sarah and Mary, are they able to fly because of Winifred? Is that how that works? Is Winifred the one making them fly? Are they actually witches? Because in the second one at the end, when Sarah like shoots the power out of her fingers after they do the, the, that magic eye, whatever it's called. Yeah. That big magic spell. Yeah. Like her power shoots out of her fingers and they're all shocked. And they're like, what? Mm. Like, no, Winifred's the only one that has powers, right? Because, like, you see it in the first one where, like, she, does she all has the, the green. My book, yeah. it's spe- yeah. all the spells. She's the one that, like, is um, lifting what's his nuts, uh, Thackeray, up the wall by, like, with her powers or whatever, and then turns them into the cat. And, and then Sarah's she does the just same. Got the voice, but yeah. she, so she lures, she lures the, children. the children. So, what does Mary do? What's Mary? Um,. What's her power? I can't remember. So if you go, so actually speaking of um, this whole hoax book, there is on Disney Plus 
I think it's the 25th. Yeah, it's, I think it's the 25th. I haven't watched that yet. I probably should have watched that today. Whoops. Yeah, that's okay. Think of that. Go back just after this, watch it, and you'll get some good. But it's the 25th anniversary. I watched they, Buffy instead. That'll be another soon coming up episode <laughs> soon, too, as well, guys. We've been meaning to talk about that one for a while now. So yeah. we'll get to it. Um, but yeah, they mentioned about like they have all of the like, bad SJP and Catherine oh Jimmy. Catherine Jimmy. <laughs> What's the name? I was going to say King of the Hill, and I'm like, that's not it. <laughs> Uh, all of them are in there and it's like behind the scenes stuff where they're talking about things and she was saying that she got her influence for her like her character from like a bull like she was like half bulldog yeah that's why i saw like the meme or something like that yeah and so there's different uh so she explains about that i'm not sure if she's like they mentioned about like if she has a specific power that she can do or not she, well, it's just a smell. Yeah, because it's the smell that would oh, be. Oh, like, right. She's, oh, my God. She smells children. Fuck. Yeah, she smells the children. But that would be. I bet our listeners are out there going, like, Steph, Mindy, she fucking smells children. Just fucking right? figure it out. Like, just think of, have that light bulb. Like, like when I always children. yell at oh, someone God. on the podcast. Yeah, thanks, guys. I love it. Love it. Glad you're yelling at us finally. I'm so, <laughs> so sorry. But so at least sorry. we got there. We got there. We did. So we got there. She smells children. Please don't hate us. Please don't unsubscribe. Just make a request to be a guest oh and then God. yell at us then. Oh, good fine. Lord. Good. So I guess, yeah, like, I guess it would be kind of Winifred has, I guess, the more powerful of the, the three, but they all, yep. t- but together they make a unit, which is kind of like in the craft, the same thing. Like Because a witch is nothing without her, because the witch is nothing without her coven. Exactly. Now, how about those, uh, that first one, with Thackeray? Yes. So um, let's do some basic facts on this uh, Hocus Pocus. So it was released um in july sorry july 93 93 i was gonna see if it had the specific july 16th 1993 it was released i Uh, went to see it in theaters i was 10 your birthday yep yep uh the budget was 28 million and it made 45.4 million uh now and like so far total the box office was okay so that was like the first weekend no, I just think that oh, was like just as, oh, I got it. Never mind. At, at, its, at, at its time in the theaters, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, obviously, we know it's made. Um, yeah, it was not a box office success, possibly losing Disney around $16.5 million during its theatrical run. However, because of its large airings on Disney Channel and Freeform, obviously, in recent years, it has found the cult classic that it is now. Uh, it did go up against Jurassic Park that summer. So that, and they didn't want it to compete with Nightmare Before Christmas. So that's why they released it in July versus October when it probably would have made more money. But it was also against Rookie of the Year as well, too, that summer. I also think releasing in July gave it a good time to be released on VHS for Halloween. No, because back in those days, it took at least like a year to a year and a half for things to get to VHS when they were from theaters. Not as quick as it is now where it's like six months or three months and it's in theater and on DVD. They did take a lot longer back then. Because I remember our, me and Danielle had a poster to pre-order your Aladdin VHS now. And it was like a year's date away or something like that. It wasn't until January. January 94 yeah. is when it was released. And then DVD was June of 2002. Yeah, because, yeah. You know, DVDs didn't come out until much later. <laughs> My first DVD was, I think, 2000, which was Gossip. And Danielle's was Coyote Ugly. I still remember that. Um, I don't. I don't remember what year mine was, but I think I'm pretty sure my very first DVD I bought was Italian Job. That's gotta be at least like oh three. I feel like. And then the first like two Bill and Ted were my my two and three, and then Little Excellent. Monsters. Little Monsters. Remember Little Monsters with Howie Mandel? Yep. Fuck yeah. That's um, another so, movie. Oh, that's not within our 95 to 05 though. It is not. That's no. like late 80s or early 90s, like 91, 92. Yeah. 
Um, so the tomato meter for the original Hocus Pocus is 38%. Uh, and then the audience score is 72%. Woohoo! Should be I higher. feel like that's, I was going to say, that feels still a little low for audience uh, score as well. But well, yeah, maybe so we should stars, go on there and raise the fucking score. Right? Cool. So it stars, obviously, yeah, Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, Kathy Najimi, Omri Katz, Thora Birch, and Vanessa Shaw. And yeah, so it's set in Salem, Three Witches. And what's his nuts from, from NCIS? On one night only. The guy from NCIS who plays Thackeray Banks. Oh, okay. What's um, his name? Sean or... Uh, I think it's Sean. Hold on. Sean Murray. Sean Murray, yes. He and is then the rookie. Larry Bagby as Ice and Tobia, Tobias Jelinek as Jay, <laughs> the bullies. Why is Ice. it that, like, there's always... If there's a bully in a movie, his name's always Jay. I don't know. Maybe that was just an... A, a, I, don't, anyway. I don't know. Not sure. And then they're like, like, where are you from? Uh, Los Angeles. They're like, LA. LA. Oh, like, really, really? LA. Yes. And now we, we do know we're just getting stupid. And we are aware that Hocus Pocus is out of our 95 to 05 realm. It is, but because it did find cult status later and because it's Halloween and then we loved it and we watched it every friggin' Halloween. So that's and why it's worth doing it anyways. So just I really think like 99% of everyone our age knows this movie and has watched it <laughs> i have to tell you this, this very quick conversation that i had with stephanie at work mm-hmm. uh we were talking about hocus pocus and um uh we we're talking about how much we loved it blah, blah 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 and she goes oh yeah she's like i've seen that movie maybe she's like i have to have seen it at least a dozen times and i look at her i'm like a dozen like <laughs> like one two like 12 she's like yeah i'm like double digits she's like yeah <laughs> And I'm like, she's like, why? How, how many times have you seen it? I'm like, probably literally hundreds of times. I watch this movie at least once a month. And then I almost watch it pretty much every day during October. I didn't this year because, you know, wedding planning. I didn't have the right. time. But, like, I have literally seen well, this You still got 11, 20 days. Time. 11, 12 like, days. Oh, I will. I will be watching it again. Don't you worry. Yeah, like, I was just, like, I was flabbergasted that she thought 12 was a lot. <laughs> right. Well, that was like I was saying, I was watching this special and it was like all these people, there was a costume contest part and these people were like, oh, I've seen Hocus Pocus like 50 times to the costume. It was, but they're like, oh, I've seen it 100 times. I've seen it 50 times. Oh, and I was like, amateur. And I I said that I was like, that's it. And Kevin's like, but that's a lot. And I was like, um, like, because I know how much you fucking watch something. I was like, no, Kevin. A hundred times, if it's a movie that's been out since 1993 and you've only seen it a hundred times, you ain't that much of a fan. I mean, I feel like Grandma's Boy, which was out in 2004, I've seen like 150 times already. I've had to have seen that movie at least that many times. And that has an extra decade on it. Like, come on. Yes. Like an extra 14 years. And I even said to him, I'm like, when you're like, if you think of kids now, like if you think of kids, they'll watch Frozen Mom, it's done. Rewind it and put it back. Or sorry, I dated myself. Start it over. Mom, start it over. <laughs> so millennial moment. Mom, start it over. I'm watching it again. So they'll watch it like seven times in one day as a kid. So right there, you're at like two days of watching it. There's 14 times right there. So like I was like, no, a hundred is not a lot to be a super fan. <laughs> and I'm the type of person that like when I find something that I watch that I really, really like, I will watch it every day for probably like a week or two. Yeah. Well, like I've I've watched Hocus Pocus two only like six times just because you know wedding planning I just didn't have the time. Yeah. And I I opted to watch the second one over the first one because I had seen the first one so many times, right? So I wanted to kind of try to catch up with the second one. Yep. Um. But yeah, like 
don't remember where my thought process was going with this. I don't remember. And I was going to say. <laughs> I had a train of thought and now it went off the track. <laughs> yeah, like I have seen. Yeah, though, no, I just get obsessive about something and I watch it and I watch it and I watch it and I watch it and I watch it. Like that summer that I watched Toy Soldiers like twice a day for eight fucking weeks and wore out the tape. So, yeah, like I just I have an obsessive watching thing. I like to rewatch things that I like, and then I'll move on to something else when I find something else that I like better. Like Metal Lords, have you have you watched that Metal Lords on Netflix? That movie? Yet? No, not yet. Um, I watched that first. I watched it every day for like a good week and a half. Yeah, so no, good I until I moved yet. on to the next thing. I, I'm gonna watch that Rosalind. Have you seen the preview for Rosalind? It's on my list. I haven't seen the preview, but it's on my it's on my watch list for when it comes. It's got out. the the youngest daughter from Last Man Standing. Like she looks like she does a great fucking job in it. I'm waiting for the. Romeo and Juliet doesn't even sound right. <laughs> I'm waiting for the Santa Clauses. Yep, that's on my list too. I'm waiting for and Percy Jackson as well. I just saw it yesterday. A Christmas Story Christmas with the original Ralphie coming back. Oh, is that oh, finally yeah. coming out? Yes. Yep. I heard about that a while ago. I just didn't know when it was coming the out. The teaser trailer was out yesterday. So that's I'm going to have to watch it, it as soon as I'm done recording this because so I will. You see the, the Ralphie? He's putting his nice. glasses on. Old Ralphie, Please. obviously. But it's only obviously. just like this. Peter Billingsley. Show. Yep. I'm so excited. HBO Max it's going to be on, but still, yeah. I don't care. I'm like, I'm so I'm excited. Super, I'm super stoked for um, Percy Jackson, the TV series that's coming out. Okay. And it's going to be like super accurate to the book. And Rick Riordan is writing another Percy Jackson book. I'm so excited. It picks up like right where like the last ones leave off. He's entering like senior year in high school and it brings back the original trio. I'm so fucking excited. Nice. So excited. That's just one more season for the Percy Jackson TV series. Back to Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Hocus Pocus. Where do we want to start? Yeah, that's, that's the thing sometimes. It's like, where do we start with such a broad topic of like, oh science? my gosh, I don't know. Like, favorite scenes or something <laughs> hello i want my book bonjour je veux mon livre used to always because me and my sister being french version yeah. would always like oh, oh i would really like to make a note since like this is what we're talking about okay there is a picture a factual picture going around facebook for the last few years yes. that the fountain outside of the kids school is the same fountain from friends it's not it, the kids filmed that scene in Massachusetts. The friends filled their opening sequence at the LA studio. Yeah. That is not the same fountain. It is they not might have the used, same property. They might have used that one as like a They may have built the fountain to yes, the fountain, but, but it's, it's not the not same one. The same, it is not the same filming scene at yeah. all. But if you wanted to go to like where they did film it, check out um, Google Earth. Cause you could find their house. Like I, I do shit like this. I go to <laughs> and find places cause I, don't, I have no life. Um, yeah. Like the original house is still there. It's pretty cool. Yeah. Even though like, you know, the top got blown off and the kids didn't have to fucking explain that, whatever, but it's okay. I know. I'm surprised they didn't explain that in the movie. Like, come on, come on. Left that thing wide open. Right. I really wish you like, all I wanted was it addressed in the second one. Yeah. Like maybe have one of the, because they, they couldn't get Thora Birch. She wanted to do it, but she couldn't get the scheduling to work yeah. or whatever. Omri Katz just did quit Hollywood after that, after the first one. He, he was done that I heard of anyway. But, but yeah, I, he was in this, he came back for that 25th anniversary special. So like, why not just make a small, tiny cameo? Come on, that's just a tiny. It, that's all I wanted was even if, right? I, if it was one of the parents just passing by being like, oh yeah, we came home from the Halloween party the one night and my kids swore the Sanderson sisters blew up the top of our house. Like, just address it. 
Because yeah. that is literally the only thing that drives me absolutely insane about this movie is that how the fuck did Max and Danny explain that one? Although, awesome Inception-type Halloween costume <laughs> idea. Yeah. Dressed like the mom and the dad dressed for Halloween in Hocus Pocus, Madonna and Dad Gila. It's, it's, it's a costume within a costume in a movie. People, uh, uh, on that Hocus Pocus special, one of the women, a bunch of people in the audience were doing the mom Madonna bra. And yep. they did make note of them in the second one. Yes, they, they had people the background. dressed up. Yeah. yeah. So if you, there's Madonna, a party scene, yep. if you look in the background, there's a there's lot a party of- Party scene, flash mob. Sorry, flash mob, flash mob, sorry. Flash mob is one of the best scenes in the movie. Get they it make, right, Stephanie. They make, I've only seen it once so far. I have to watch <gasps> it again. I know. I have one time. I have school. I've been busy. <laughs> I have work. I have dog. I have workout. I watch it. Either way, so they make the homage, like they make homage to like these characters from the original movie, which is kind of mm. nice as well. So they still touch point to the original movie, but yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, and then like they don't Thackeray Banks, you know. He's... But they do have a cat. The second one, his name is Cobweb, and it's adorable. Yes. And I'm sorry, but the moon in that second one, no fucking way is it that big, and in the same spot all night. Anyway, yeah, parents dancing all okay. night away. That's kind of uh, a silly. Like I do, li I like that one. At the end of the credits, they have them coming out and they're all like sweaty. Like they didn't just stop the like the movie at the end and was like, oh, we don't know what happened to the parents. In the credits, you see the parents like, mm -hmm. man, that was. Oh, I'm so tired, and they're all sweating and still jamming. I always liked that. <laughs> Thought it was funny. So, um, the part where they wake up in Max's room and Allison is like, oh my God, it's 5 a.m. My parents are going to kill me. I looked up the sunrise time for Salem, Massachusetts on in November October? 1st, November 1st, oh, November 1st. 93. 1st. Which and it was would like, be like, seven? it was like 6, 16. Okay. They had an hour and 16 minutes for that entire last half of that movie. From the time they come and kidnap the book and the cat and yeah. and Danny, like by the time they think of an idea, the time they get through the fucking crowded kids driving super slow, they get to the fucking Sanderson house and trick the like the whole cemetery scene, like every hour and 16 minutes. Do we know how far the Sanderson sisters house is outside of Salem? No. Okay. Because that'd be the other thing. Like, Well, you know, in the second one, it's in Salem and Salem had expanded largely in yes. 30 years. Yes. So that's what, because you, it's right on the main street, on one of the main streets now. Yeah. Before, and then, it in was the first one, that was like off, off the, like, it still path. had trees around it. It was still like, it was on like a side street or something yeah. by the cemetery. Now let's be real. Looking at Kitchener Waterloo, that doesn't surprise me. Yeah. Not even at a all bit. in 30 not years. Because what this city looks like in 30 yeah. years of places that used to be greenery and beautiful. Yeah. Not so much anymore. Pave paradise and put up a parking lot or sorry, put up a condo building. And that was not, that was not where Billy was buried. That wasn't even really close to what the scenery looked like around Billy's grave in the first one. Agreed. But I'm a, I'm a continuity Agreed. horror. I, I prefer perfect continuity. So it's something that I notice when it's off. Yeah. So now that it wasn't indoor. And the thing is, is it wasn't indoor cemetery. It wasn't a real outside cemetery. So they easily could have recreated it in a studio yeah, as well. Because it was a studio in the original studio here. Yep. Kenny Ortega, yeah. also the original director. I was so hoping he was going to do the second one, but he didn't. Me too, yeah. But he was in the special, so he does talk mm -hmm. about it. And I was like, that's pretty cool. So he shows up there. Can we... Which is funny, because they have the special at the Hollywood Forever Cemetery. 
This is okay. where they host the specials in a cemetery. And I was like, and they erect this huge stage. And I was like, does this seem appropriate having a huge ginormous stage erected in a cemetery where the dead, are, you know? Yeah, like that's kind of rude. I guess to each their own, but I just thought it was kind of funny. Because I remember when oh, I wait, went they to- don't give a shit. Man. So I do feel like I do need to mention one of the things we forgot to mention about my bachelorette party. One of the reasons I passed out during the second Hocus Pocus was because we played the Hocus Pocus drinking game. Yeah. Oh, this. Okay. So we Googled Hocus Pocus drinking game just to see, you know, drinking, see what we could do. And we found, I think the worst one, like the best one, but the worst one. Like why were you drinking the most? Yes. So it's like the worst because you're going to drink the most, but the best because you're drinking the most. And it's like, realize how often they say the word virgin until you're drinking every time they say they the say word it. virgin yes oh my god so many times Ridiculous. i stopped drinking 20 minutes in because i was out of alcohol or out of a drink anyway and i was fucking shit-faced already it was I'm, i am a lightweight in my old age but it was crazy motherfucker <laughs> and it, it was fun but man was it crazy i think we're gonna try it i gotta try it again oh uh, and i also just smoked a lot of weed too so yeah and you were also working. Like and I was up at three o'clock early. that morning because I had yeah. to do fucking overtime at four, five thirty to twelve. Yeah. And I had no time for a nap. Yeah. So Whatever. it was. I digress. It was still good. It was still a fun time, but yeah, like they say, version a lot in that movie. A lot. What was some of the other things that we had to drink to as well? Like it was, it was like things that you were just like, wow, I did not realize they said it so much in the Sanderson movie. sisters every time, yeah. like the Sanderson, Sanderson sisters, sisters was said. Yeah. Or something mm-hmm. like that. It was, um, it was just every time Winifred like attacked one of her sisters <laughs> kind of deal. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, it was so. non-point. Let's just say yeah, that guys. I do love that the guy that played Billy in the first one came back to play him in the second one. Yes. But yes. I found it a little cringy that he talked so much in the second one. Like he did talk in the first one, but he is a chatty Kathy in the second one. Yeah, because like, like in the first lot. one, I understand his mouth is shut, but even once it's open, he doesn't say too, too much. Mm-hmm. Just a few things like <gasps> to Winifred and like to them being like, oh, that, and then you know, that's it. I fucking love the whole thing where he wasn't actually Winifred's lover. She they was... shared one kiss in the cemetery and she was just like, oh, we're so obsessed with him. Obsessed. Why with are you so obsessed with me? Stalker. Yes. Like that's hilarious. And then like Gilbert the Great was, and it was like, secretly... I'll make sure everyone knows your story. And then who was the, the Sarah? It was Sarah. Sarah? What? Or was it Billy's lover? Or was it the other one that Sarah, in the second one, Sarah? Oh, no, but Sarah did say, but Billy was my lover. So Sarah yeah. and Billy were lovers. Winifred yeah. was just obsessed and with him. Obsessed with him. Yeah, that's what it was in the, yeah. in the second one. Because in the but, first one, she was mad that Sarah was killing Billy or kissing Billy. And that's why she yes. sewed his mouth shut. But it's actually the other way. It's actually stories the other way around. Which, Sarah's lover and Winifred was obsessed. Which begs the question. When did Billy and Sarah hook up? Because Winifred is 16, okay? Sarah, mm-hmm. when Winifred is 16, Sarah looks about, I'm going to say 12. Mary's probably about 14. Mm-hmm. That's what how they look, or 10 and 12 maybe. Like, Sarah's 12 or younger, okay? Yeah. Billy is clearly at least 16. Yeah. So when does that tryst happen? Is Winifred hanging on to this until she's like in her early 20s? And then Billy kisses Sarah and she makes that curse on him or because like if you look at his Hmm. his um his tombstone he's been he was i think 21 when he died maybe 18 
maybe 18. So it would have been two years later, he would have been 18 with like a 13 or 14 year old, which I guess at the time was very normal. It was a 1600. As long as you're bleeding, who cares? That's what they cared. Oh, that's what they cared about back then. I know. I know it sounds um, bad, but once you start, but bleeding, that is the reality. Bleeding. That is the reality of back olden times. In the 1600s, it was times, 1653. Yep. Yeah. 1653 40 years before they get executed yeah so yeah like i'm just curious as to what that i i want a sequel or a prequel i want to see that 16 year old winifred and mary and sarah to see where they get from that point to the beginning point in 93 where they were emily out of the house so i want that story maybe that's where they say the the third one could be a that out. would be really cool i would right? fucking love that we don't need another twister Okay, I'm sorry. We fucking don't. We yeah, need I another, saw that. Twister we need two? another robot jocks. That's what we need. That one needs to be rebooted. But There's anyway. so many freaking shows and yeah. TV shows that are being movies that are just being rebooted. And it's like, come yeah. on. Actually, I was reading today that uh, it, Harrison Ford does not want anyone else to play Indiana Jones. He's like, I am the only indie. I want no one else. So they're thinking maybe they might kill him off at the end of this one. Which makes sense. Like, honestly, like, why can't we just let characters die? Why do we have to keep rehashing them, rehashing them, rehashing them? He's like, he's like, I don't want Chris Pratt, Chris Prime, Chris. He's like, I don't want any Chris. Any of the Chris's. Yeah. He's like, I am Indiana Jones. And I feel like India, like Indiana Jones should die with me. Kind of like no one else could really be Luke Skywalker. Like you just. There's certain characters you just can't like he's allowed them to redo han solo obviously like and he didn't really care too much about that but maybe just indy's a little bit yeah of a closer character that he's like no i get no that. one's allowed to yeah because i could get that like as an actor there might be like you could play so many characters but maybe there's just that one that's like yours you're like this is all me and i don't want any like anyone else to do this no and i, I can mm-hmm. get that i get that i get that yeah um so okay Okay, so can we start? Okay, not start, but like get back to the beginning of the movie <laughs> where, so can can Binks not talk until the black flame candle is lit? That's like, why wouldn't understand. he have just gone to his parents? Why? Because they might have thought that he, that they themselves have gone crazy or they might be in well, fear sorcery, of- witchcraft, witchery yeah. or something. Like, like I get that, but- that, that kind of fear was rampant back then, even when it came to your own kids. Yeah. So that's why people were getting burned at the stakes in witchcraft for you. Like it could have been your best friend and, or yeah. your, like I said, your daughter, your mother, if like I were, were everywhere. If I were Thackeray, I probably would have gone to Elijah, his friend at the beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. Like Elijah, had thou seen my father, nor thy sister. So, um, but yeah, like, I don't know. But even in, so this is clearly the 1600s. It's now been 300 years. Would there not have been like, as society progressed, would he not have been able to maybe try to talk to someone all those years? Like I said, if he, if whether, we don't know whether it's a black flame candle to be lit or not, but like say in the 1800s, would he not have maybe tried to talk to someone then or like, you know, early 1900s, try to talk to someone then. And why was you the know? building never torn down? Right. Like if this they... is 300 years that this building existed, that Allison's mom was able to turn into the Sanderson Sisters Museum. Like it was obviously still stable enough to pass fucking safety codes and shit, possibly. But it was basically surrounded by water like 300 years prior yeah. has the fucking wheel on it. Fucking cool. Um, the mills, 
the mills yeah but like i'm just curious like why was it if it was maintained why was it maintained and b if it wasn't how did it last so fucking long and why yeah, wasn't like, it just torn down if it was so evil like after the sisters died why wouldn't they just torn down the house just to burn it and get rid of all of it right that just seems like something that that uh, the uh, pilgrims like that at the time would have done yeah and like fire the, solves like, all problems those wood houses don't stand very well for they're very fair, long like, they're like, stone they're stone foundations yes but they are all in all wooden still structures. wood on top like like there's a like, reason that's that when what i don't see, understand when you see a lot of the old ruins now you only see the Sorry. stone bottoms because the foundation was stone but everything that was up on top and roofs was all like thatch and everything like yeah thatch wood stuff like that that they used around so like in the second one Mm -hmm. you can tell it had been completely remodeled it's well not remodeled because they did remodeling in the 1600s absolutely of course (laughs) because um it was still the house but Mm -hmm. it was up to code like like it was redone not remodeled, yeah. but it was redone. It was just For the second versus the way that the first. Yeah, because one they turned it into a store, so it has to be up to code in order for it to be safe for the public to enter. Yes. So they still had the original door. They had a lot of the original beams and everything like that, but they would have had they, to replace yeah. almost everything, and that's why it didn't look the way the house did. Like that's what I noticed because, like, the house mm-hmm. you can tell is one main room, and then it's got three rooms off the side with lofts up top. Yeah. This one, the store didn't. The store was completely different. It's like they closed off a couple of the lofts, kept one of them, added a back room. Yeah. Like it was. But yeah, we do. Like you said, we do know that has to get retrofitted up to codes and things like that. So that we do know in the second one, the store obviously retrofitted for modern times. We get that. Yeah. But in the first one, yeah, it doesn't make sense why they would have kept for 300. And if the city grew around them in the night, like Miss Salem grew around them up from like 16 to 1900s. Why wouldn't they have decided to just say, okay, fuck it. We're like, no one lives here. It's clearly decrepit. Let's just build over this as well. Instead of building around it, why not just build in the area? Unless somewhere along the line, someone declared a historical building or something. That could be like the only thing that really kept it from being destroyed, I would think. I feel like historical buildings kind of only really happened in the 1900s, so... They would declare that because they're usually like a hundred years old. Yeah. So it lasted that long, but then I guess maybe does Allison say anything about it? How it's a historical building and their mom turned it into a museum or something like that? I don't know. I feel like that's mentioned, but I don't know. I can't be sure. I've seen it hundreds of times, but I can't be sure. Anyway, moving on. So the bus driver. Uh, okay, hold on. I love the bus driver. <laughs> no, the fucking okay. I'm sorry, but who goes home from school and then lays on their bed and like humps their pillow, thinking it's one of their girl, one of a girl at school? I, I'm not no teenage guy, so I don't know. I mean, they possibly totally could, but Allison, Allison, oh Allison, I don't the know. Danny jumps one. out of the closet. Duh. It's so cringe oh. where she's like, "Kiss me, I'm Allison." I'm like, "That's your brother. Stop it." But Gross. at the same, like, I get it. Cause at the same she's time eight. you do, she's teasing the shit out of do him, poke yeah. and prod your brother like that yeah. when you've got an older brother. Yeah. Oh. And, and you know what they should have done? They, you know how at the end credits of movies where they have like, where some of the movies will show you like behind the scene pictures or things like that. Like as they roll credits, mm-hmm. they should have thrown up a picture of Danny and Max the following year with Wendy, Wendy and Peter Pan with tights. Mm-hmm. That was her deal with tights or it's no deal. To go that's to the Sanderson, Sanderson sister's house, right? That's true. But yeah, I don't yeah. know. I love this movie so fucking Those are what they call MacGuffins. Killers. Little parts that are not, they're 
they're integral to bring the story along, but they're just they're like a, a big part, but a minor part. Because once that brings the story along, they forget about it. It's like, I love your costume. I can never wear anything like that because I don't have any. What do you call what them, Max? Yabos? Max loves your yabos. I don't have any yet. Uh... So fucking funny. Oh my God. So good. This movie is so, it's full of such good lines. That's what I said. The bus oh. driver. I don't know. Oh, It'll man. take me a bit. <laughs> so many adult jokes that you just didn't get until you were an adult yourself. Right? When you were a kid, oh, you didn't, so get didn't get so them. So funny. Oh my God. And then obviously, they call ever- me Master. Wait, well, what I'm going to call you. That I found weird. Brother and sister playing a husband and wife. I like, I know they're not romantic at all on the screen, but that was just weird. Penny and Jerry Marshall playing husband and wife. And it's just yeah. Crazy. So yeah. funny, so fucking funny. It's a great scene. And yeah, they were just great. They were just great. But master. No, why would he give us candy? Because <laughs> he's not a master, you fools. And they're sent out to run amok. <laughs> and they say it in the second one. Obviously, amok. because that was the like to. the word that that's like the thing that everyone took from it. So of course that's um the, I everyone's gotta take the it. The part with okay. I'm not sure if I would have been as intelligent as Becca and her friend bringing up the whole youth and beauty industry. Not sure that would have crossed my mind. Like, I don't think I would have been smart enough to think of that being faced with these three witches. Right. It's like, they're, they're not wrong. There's an entire industry focused on youth and beauty. So where do they take them? The Walgreens pharmacy for fucking lotions and creams and moisturizers and face masks that they think are made of children's skin and that seems fucking it hilarious is funny. It is so, funny. so fucking funny like oh my god uh i it was sarah she's just like it makes me tingle that's my favorite <laughs> feeling <laughs> or like sarah had such great lines are like we're at the end where she's like winnie the wind is stealing my fingers. <laughs> like, oh, fuck. So good. Oh, I love it's it. true. So the people That's... who hated this movie and were like, oh, it's so cheesy. And blah, blah. Of course, it's going to be cheesy. It's going to be nostalgic to appeal to us millennials. Fucking get over it. Just do it for what it is. Glorious. That is what it is. <laughs> it's a wonderful movie. <laughs> if you don't like it, then we're not fucking friends. And I will lose no sleep over that. I haven't that. I feel like you can't say anymore about the episode. <laughs> episode over episode over <laughs> thank you for joining us on turn of the millennials follow us on spotify and YouTube. <laughs> uh but yeah like uh, it, was, it is it is a staple of like uh, okay. every millennial gen x is like halloween the, everyone watches this every halloween for sure the songs the songs I put a spell on you okay the put a spell on you iconic but yes so iconic so long. So who long. doesn't do that? Who doesn't do the actions with go, them go, as you're go, watching go it? Long. Like, oh fuck! Like, oh, so good. I remember the other drinking is. Is anytime Winifred said, "Boo!" Oh, yes, it that was, was one of the other one, which was um, quite a bit. In the well. second one, it was a lot actually. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, and then the second one was one way or another. Oh God, that one was good. Like, yeah. I didn't think I was like they're gonna do another musical. Obviously, like, they have. To. I loved they, the beginning the entrance one where they came where they came back because and Gilbert like, tri- what are they? Who are they Gilbert dancing? tricked Becca into lighting a black flame candle yeah. on, on Halloween. She's a virgin, of course. The witches fucking come back. Like, <laughs> love that. Like, who are they performing for? <laughs> you. Like, I love that. Oh, so good. So why do they have to sniff them out if they can just pop in front of them like that? Right. 
where did that power come from since the first one did they like manifest to be powerful like as they were dead maybe <laughs> extra but, powers oh, bestowed upon so you oh good life too I, I love how like she got the town to look for the mayor and that they're just taking too long because it's a flash mob. So they're dancing as they go along. Of course, it's going to take for fucking ever. Winifred, just go fucking find them. Right. And then they show her looking in the window and the, the couple inside is watching fucking Hocus Pocus. So good. A lot of people so are good. like, oh, that's such a stupid scene because that would never make sense because they're watching their own movie. And like, that's why they didn't show a scene with the sisters. The Sanderson sisters. In it was it. a scene with, it. Petty and Mar- with uh, Petty Marshall and Jerry Marshall. Yeah. It was that scene. Where she's like, wait till I wait till you hear what I'm gonna call you. It was that scene. Yeah. So like just fucking calm your goddamn nuts. It's fine. And like people who want but, it for the nostalgia like those yeah. little nuggets because not everyone catches them. So like, oh look at that. There's oh look, yeah, exactly. Um and or that lady in the States who thinks that Hocus Pocus too was like wicked or whatever. They were just, putting a spell on you, like the movie was actually casting putting, a spell on you. Yes. It was. <laughs> it cast a rewatch spell because I watched it six more fucking times within the next week. It casted a love spell for you to love this fucking yes. movie. Yes. I love cheesy nostalgia. <laughs> exactly. Um, but That's we why can't, we have this podcast. We can't not mention yes. Mary's broomies. Oh, I loved that. The broomies. The oh, robots. so funny. Because obviously in the first one, she had a vacuum. Yes. So of course in the second one, they had to sort of- And Sarah had a mop and, and then she has a Swiffer wet jet yep. and it so, sprays bubbles behind her. Yeah, so they had to play off it. So of course, Mary gets two iRobot vacuums. Great. Okay, there were two women jogging down that street as they're taking off and they don't even fucking react the fuck maybe they were around the first time the sanderson sisters so like ah we've seen this before this is 30 years ago oh fuck i was just like what the fuck how did you not fucking react to that but then that's when you wonder if that's just stock footage and they've uh imposed the sanderson sisters oh probably stock footage and it's all green screen and shit right exactly. so probably but yeah, that the Brubies thing was pretty fucking funny. That was that was I laughed when I saw it. I was yeah. like, yes, the Brubies. <laughs> yeah, and then Becca having powers. I really want to know that story. That's Where the fuck did that come from? Who's who's her ancestor? That's why they well, I'm wondering maybe it's that other witch or something from before or something. That's but, what I was thinking because her light is the same. It's not the same color, but, but she has just, the same. Yeah, they're very similar. Yeah. Or something. So then I'm wondering when you said that they said that there's a possibility for a number three, that's why I say it's probably going to be yeah. with the girls yeah. their coven versus the Sanderson sisters. I am down for both prequel right. and sequel. Let's hey. have them both. Witches were good in the nineties. Let's bring them back. Ain't Hell no yeah. wrong with the witches. Cause I, I watched, um, it just makes me think of the, that the verse in the Buffy song where it's like maybe some witches some evil witches which is ridiculous because witches they were persecuted wicked good and love the earth and women power and i'll be over here <laughs> sanders little line yeah because i watched that today because i watched all the halloween episodes yeah and then season six halloween episode the very next episode is once more with feelings so of course i fucking watched it right <laughs> and then i had to watch tabula rasa the one after that so <laughs> and then like because we had craft like said craft in the 1990s i have yet to watch uh, that reboot uh, I think I saw the reboot. It wasn't the worst, but I'm still partial to the first one. So, yeah. you know. Um, but yeah, oh, this movie is so good. I love this movie. What else happened in this movie? The fuck? Okay. <laughs> I love the side story of the mayor just trying to get his fucking apple. 
That was I loved how lovable the mayor's character was. Well, because in the and when it's played by Tony Hale, he's just yes. so funny. Uh he because in because in the beginning in the 1653 scene, he was the um the priest or the father or whatever, and he was mean. He was yeah, bad. He was douche, like jerk. he was a douche. And just having his ancestor as the mayor and just being so lovable and just fun loving and just he just seemed like a really cool guy to yeah. me. And he's like, yeah. oh, I'm in a flash mob. Yay. Like, and then he loses his apple. I rewound that scene like six fucking times trying to see who took his motherfucking apple and I couldn't see it. It was it didn't happen on camera. Oh, I was gonna say maybe or it was just a random hand where you couldn't see a body attached to it. I, I tried, I tried to see it and it's it happens off screen, I believe. Bastards. Unacceptable. But so good. And the oh her Cassie's boyfriend. How does he not know that that's not what making fun of people is? I thought we're just making conversation. You fucking moron. Yeah. You are an idiot. And Cassie, don't have children with this man. He will yes. put his child in the fucking oven. Like he just, was yeah, wow. Just, just, uh, just, he was just a typical I don't, I don't know. stupid jock character. I was going to say, I don't know if they were just trying to make him a stupid jock character, but it's like, come on. Like, I feel like that, that trope also needs to go soon. Like, I know, I know they're not all done. I think Some he was dumb, supposed to be, dumb. I think he was supposed to be the answer to who's going to be the bullies counterpart from the first one, Ice and Jay. Jay and Ice, yeah. So he's still technically not a bad guy or a bully. He's just a stupid dumbass. Mm-hmm. Or if he, he is, he kind of sees a little bit of his w- error of his ways. And I hope he would learn from that, which is nice. Yeah. Yes. But then he just, <laughs> he turns around and Billy's right there without his head. And he's like, ah! he just falls over and just drops. Yeah. So fun- it was just the way he screamed and his hands went like this was so, so fucking funny. Like there were so many good moments in this movie that I just fucking love so much. It was so good. <laughs> oh, fucking loved it. It's great. It's great. And the book the book having feelings it cried it cried i cried i didn't cry until the book fucking cried right because it was there and then the book let the tear drop and then my tear dropped i was just like fuck you book right i have feelings about a book an inanimate object so the book was not given to winifred by the devil himself probably is still bound in human flesh probably still looks older in the first one Mm -hmm. it made it look too new in the second one he had a facelift. You know, it's been 30 years. He needed a facelift. <laughs> he needed rebinding. So they found new human skin and gave him a rebinding. Gilbert regularly moisturized it. Yes. It puts the lotion on its skin or else Put it gets the, the lotion hose in again. the basket. Or else it gets the hose again. <laughs> oh, that is so funny, though. Oh, although man. it was very rude of Gilbert to do the like, wasn't burning it burning down the candle yes. and giving it to her? Like, just because he wanted to meet the Sanderson sisters or like hoped to like, Come on, dude. Come on. Seriously, not cool. Not fucking cool, Gilbert. Like, that was... but and he doesn't really even redeem himself in the end. No, he does. Doesn't. He saves his own ass, and yeah. then they forgive him. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how I feel about that. Like, he was really good comedic relief. I'll yes. give him that. But but the character itself, the character itself, I like the the moral implications of his character. I just. Yeah. I don't buy, but he knows that Becca has magical powers, so he knows not to fuck with her again. This is true. So, because now she can like, and not just the like witchy powers, like real magical powers. So she could definitely mm-hmm. like 
whoop your shit, Gilbert. And now that she's got her coven, she can get some extra powers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the part where they trap them in the garage in the circle of salt and Winnie keeps pushing Sarah up against the dome. But she just smushes <laughs> her face smushes against the invisible force. Yeah. Oh my God. I always love the dome it's, of salt. It's almost like the same thing when she, when her and Mary look at each other in the first one and push her into the river, but it was actually just the road. Yeah. They're like, like, ah, tis firm, tis a road. <laughs> and then they're scared off by the fire trucks. Yes. Oh my God. The fucking cop in the first mm-hmm. one. What a douche to uh, fucking He wasn't a cop. Game. Come on. I know. The fake cop. I'll call him a fake cop. The obviously. fake cop the with fake the prostitute cop. or something afterwards. I don't know. What yes. As a child, didn't get that. Right. So, now I do. Yes. I was just like, oh, I get it. When I watched this as like a teenager, I was like, oh, he's a cop and she's a fucking prostitute. Get it. Yeah. Get yeah. it now. Get it. Um, <laughs> but okay. Also could have like movie very easily could have been over or solved when they went to the fucking party and uh, Danny says to her mom, she's like, this is Binks. He can talk, blah, blah, blah. My brother's a virgin. He lit the black Campbell, blah, blah, blah. Why didn't Binks just fucking say something? Can only the people present during the lighting of the candle hear Binks? My statement to these to questions, which I've Binks? probably been saying, I think, I think me and you have been saying it for a long time. Because, because then there would be no movie. But those are the most interesting questions that have that answer. And usually the answer is, because then there would then be, no, be movie no movie. And it sucks. <sighs> Because it's like that to, in real life that doesn't translate, that doesn't practical, like practicality that doesn't. It's not happen, logical. Right. But then the only thing you can do to answer it is, is then there'd be no movie. Cause that's main pop point to one yeah. of the, like, you know what I mean? It's so shitty, but that's the answer. Yeah, I guess. But I or there's just, or clearly you need to go to Hollywood and be a writer and be like, look, people, continuity, continuity is important, guys. For people like me. Yes. For continuity horrors like myself. I know there's people out there who like you're dealing with the masses who don't give a shit on the whole. So what was something that you did not like about Hocus Pocus 2? Um, I don't know. Um, I'm trying to think of a reason of something and I cannot because this movie is fantastic. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I think other than the continuity thing with like Billy's grave. Uh, it doesn't look anything like his grave and how much he talked. I think that was the only thing I didn't like about this movie was how much Billy talked. The young Winifred was also a good actress. She did pretty like the, okay. they did pretty good with the her. first time. The first time that we watched that on the Friday that it came out, mm-hmm. I hated it. I hated the beginning of it. I was just like, no, she is over fucking acting like just way over acting. Yeah. And, um, but as like, as it went on the scene, the opening scene kind of went on, like she grew on me. And then the next five times that I watched it, I still feel that she's overacting a little bit, but it's not the worst. Yeah. I, it's still cringy a little bit to me, but I don't know. I feel like she just, she because just wasn't too bad. When you, when you compare like the, how dramatic Winifred is in the first one, she's pretty fucking dramatic. She is lots of hand motions and a lot of changes. Yeah. Yeah. Very dramatic. Yeah. I never wanted children. Now I think I'll have some on toast. Take me to the window. I'm dying. I I want to wish to say goodbye. Right. Like very dramatic. Very dramatic Winifred. (laughs) Yeah. So like like the girl played playing young Winifred, she did grow on me a little bit. Yeah. So, because she she was supposed to be over dramatic, because Winifred's over dramatic. She's a yeah. fucking drama queen. So, yeah. 
And imagine she toned that, it down like, by the end of it. Imagine being that little girl being told you get to play young Winifred <laughs> for the rest of history. Oh, that'd be awesome. Right? Just imagine that. Like, oh, the biggest, one of the biggest Halloween movies of, of our generation and you're playing the younger version now. Like, I'm sure that's one of those like, fucking right. Yeah, moments for some kids. Mm-hmm. Fucking right on. Oh, yeah. Hocus Pocus, I think. Any what? other thoughts on this movie? I'm trying to think of some. I really should have fucking made notes. So my apologies, listeners. Me too. Like I said, guys, this one was a this one was also a last minute one. That we, and it's okay. it's been a time. It's, it's been it's been some weeks. It's been some it's weeks. It's been guys. some some weeks. Yeah. But we're hoping now things are getting a little more settled, so we'll be on an up and up. We're calming down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Have no more wedding planning, which is nice. I mean, I still have school, but I'm used to it now. So. We have Christmas coming up, but that's about it. That's Christmas. We can easily still run around our Christmas. We still schedules. have Halloween. Guess this what we're true. guess what we're gonna be for Halloween. What? Aaron's picking up our costumes today. He is going to be a Teletubby. Oh, okay. And I'm gonna be dressing all in yellow, like with a yellow tutu. And I'm okay. gonna be his son. Because <laughs> <laughs> <Okay. laughs> we were at Hall- we were at Spirit of Halloween the other day and we couldn't find a good costume for like either of us. Yeah. So it just it came down to that. I might dress as Carmen San Diego again. That'd be pretty cool. I like that costume. And Kevin should dress as Where's Waldo. That would be funny. Uh, he, has a Rick, he has a Rick and Morty costume. There you go. Uh, so any closing thoughts about Hocus Pocus? My thought is everyone should watch this movie. It's fantastic. Everybody introduce your children. Make sure your children introduce their children to it. It is going to be yes, a lifelong love of Halloween movies. Yeah, it's been it's already been around for like 25 years. Uh, almost 30 almost not quite yeah, yet. 30 next year next year it'll be around for 30 years so it's not going away anytime soon people so yeah just watch it introduce them to the first one then introduce them to the second one and if you yeah. haven't already i great, do love i do Halloween. one last note i love how sarah stood up for herself and then immediately like just obeyed again that was funny i am a good sister I'm obedient and loyal and then winifred's like oh shut up and go do this she goes yes yes okay. winifred <laughs> they died it's true and I, oh and, I, and in a way i kind of get it because like the, the change is in her 70s so like yeah. if they wait a while for another one it could be you know yeah, we too may unfortunately not have it so yeah. I um i didn't notice until after i'd watched it and i saw all these things on facebook about it about mary why mary's face changed the side her lip sags why it changed so oh, at the okay. beginning of the movie it is on this side it's on her right even yeah. as a kid and all through the first movie, it is on her right side. Then at the beginning of the second one, Winifred slaps her and it goes to the other side for the rest uh, of the movie. It's not something I noticed until I saw it going around on Facebook. Oh, okay. which I thought was pretty funny. <laughs> that is funny. I mean, uh, yeah, certain little things. Oh, like, and no, no, the no, little no. tidbit, Leonardo DiCaprio was supposed to be Max in the first one. Originally, yes. How weird would that have been? Well, it wouldn't be weird because it would both be what we grew up with and we, it would be normal to us. But, but in hindsight, it would it have been really like it would have been weird. weird. Yeah, absolutely. It feels so All weird right. in hindsight. So just fucking watch the movie. It's fantastic. Come little children. Oh my God, that was another thing that I fucking love where, there, where Sarah was like, she's like, so um, there's already children's souls. And so I don't no longer have to lure children. It was like the only thing that I was good at. It was my only job, but okay. Like, <laughs> like I was just like, oh, poor Sarah. She has no use now. Right. But <laughs> I think the dance kind of, idiotically in the back. Right. I think that was kind of something that they were trying to do just like to show Winifred to get the power, like see, oh, your sisters don't really like your sisters annoy you. They don't really mean much to you. They don't mean anything to you. So take this ultimate power. 
But then she yeah. realizes, no, I'm nothing without my sisters. So this power means and nothing. And she's so egotistical that of course she didn't read the warning. Right. So, and then she oh well, that she bad. realized that it had consequences and, but she's actually really nothing without her sisters. Yep. So she gave up all of her power to be with her sisters in the afterlife. So good for her. Right. Awesome. So just goes to show you, even though your siblings bug the fuck out of you, you still love oh, them. I still love still my sisters. Them. I love still my sisters. Need them. Yeah. But I think that is it. We have a minute left. We have to close up this uh, conversation. Right. Close this up. So yeah, please follow us on all of our follows on Spotify and YouTube and Instagram, Instagrams and shit. Facebook, uh, Turn of the Millennials Pod. Um, Yeah, you can find us on, yeah, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music. All that lovely Um, stuff. All of the lovely chats and rate and review, follow, subscribe. Uh, We have new episodes every two weeks. Yeah, every second Friday. And when you, if you go out for Halloween this year, have fun, be safe and keep your fingers in your drinks. Watch your drinks, be safe. And don't give out your cannabis treats to kids because apparently that's a word. I'm keeping that shit. That shit's way too expensive. Right, exactly. Your kids don't deserve my drugs. Right. Yep. All right. Peace out, guys. Happy Halloween. Have a good, happy Halloween.